0: If if my computer, like, started giving me an attitude after, I don't know, like, typing something for a while.
1: Could you imagine, like, it just being like, I'm done. It's five o'clock.
0: Be like, hey, man, you've been writing the same thing for, like, two hours. Let's take a break. Chill out. Come on. <laughs> just give me a break. Please
1: stop pushing the E key. I'm tired <laughs> of that. <laughs> Science Pals! Welcome back to another episode. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together we discover strange things about the world around us. Ooh. What a time to be alive. I'm getting ready to start my giant travel schedule where I will not be spending any weekends in New York for the next like nine weeks.
0: Yeah you um we've been like really working ahead because Grace is literally going to be gone for like a month.
1: In Iceland and Mexico.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and so hopefully viewers and listeners out there will, there will be no difference. Um, you yeah. <laughs> you won't know Grace is gone. Um, but yeah, we- uh, You might get a
1: couple snappy sciences of Josh back to back to back.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's true. I might take over the snappy science for a month, but that's fine. But yeah, I was just going to ask how you doing? How are things?
1: Oh, uh, it's okay. I'm doing well. I'm just, I'm ready to go to Iceland. Yeah. So this weekend I have Michael's sister's graduation and then my sister's graduation the following weekend and then then I'm in Darlington for a race and then I'm in Iceland and then I'm in Mexico.
0: That is just stressful hearing about, just hearing about yeah. it. I'm stressed. So I
1: know. One of my really good girlfriends here, she was like, you're doing what? And how are you? She's like, that sounds miserable. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: yeah that does sound a little hey miserable. when it
1: when it rains it pours am i right
0: i i do know that yes i'm familiar yeah. with the rain so yeah
1: i'm not i'm not too upset about going to iceland though like i'm not upset about that at yeah all. that's fine yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm so mad every I, the drummer in our band lantern by sea check us out uh went to iceland recently semi-recently and now you're mm-hmm. going to iceland i you gotta go i, I gotta go Somebody got to to take me. That's (laughs) neat. How long is the flight? Do you know how long your flight is?
1: It's not bad from New York. Okay. I think I'm flying alone. Like this will be my first international flight solo dolo.
0: Oh, wow. Because I know when Tate, who's our drummer, went... I think, I mean, I think they were doing it kind of on the cheap to try and keep the cost low of the flight. The Uh, flight
1: is so expensive to get there. It is like the most expensive portion.
0: So they definitely didn't fly direct and it was like they were flying for 24 hours. Oh my gosh. Because of layovers and whatever. Yeah.
1: It's doable. It's definitely not like brutal.
0: Yeah. Well, somebody take me to Iceland. Anybody out there? Listeners? Take me to Iceland. <laughs> Someone take Josh to Iceland. <laughs> I just want to go to Iceland.
1: Oh man, what's been yeah. up with your life? Anything good?
0: Oh, you know, just the usual. We just the band just played a show in Boise, Idaho. First time ever Which being awesome. in Boise. Yeah, and it turned out to be like a really killer show. It was. I loved that. It was. It was packed. The crowd really liked us. We had uh, tons of people come up to us afterwards. And just say like the classic, like I'd never even heard. I didn't know you guys existed. But <laughs> I had to come talk to you, which is so great to hear. Like that's yeah, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, it was super fun, and we might be recording some things soon. Fun. Um, so we're working on that. We're working on some music videos and stuff. So yeah, busy. Look at y'all. Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
1: Shall we hopscotch over to some ratings and reviews from Apple Pod?
0: <laughs> we shall hopscotch over. <laughs>
1: So this one this rating and review is also the topic for today. Ooh. It says, "Heyo, love the pod from EJKAAAAAT. EJ Oh, yes. EJ We know, know EJ Cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They said, hey, guys, I hope you read this on the podcast. I love the podcast so much. I'm kind of excited for Mondays because you guys are always so interesting because it's always something different. Here's my idea. What is the science behind coding? Or you guys can talk about certain types of coding and what it does. And then they gave us a joke. Are you ready?
0: Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: You know, they OGRT from the joke. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cat. Cat who? Catch you mean? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, EJ Cat, we're uh, we're too dumb. Right back. Explain. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Explain the joke, please. Sorry, we butchered it.
1: It's happened. They all said, also, I have a question before I end it. Am I OGRT if I was here before you guys made that up, but much after the podcast started? I came when the Cheetah episode was made and have listened to every episode, but the episode that first came out while I was listening which was Cows and Aliens. Mm. Bye. Yeah, you're OGRT. We've Um, had this discussion before.
0: Yeah. I I think actually, I mean, we're reading this review because this is what we're going to make the podcast about today. I think we have read this one before. I remember them saying that. You know, I don't remember us getting the joke then either, so that's interesting. But (laughs) uh, absolutely, you're OGRT. Absolutely. Really, I feel like at this point... If someone wants to be OGRT, they can be OGRT. It's like just a state of mind. Like you can be, yeah. You know, you're OGRT if you want to be OGRT.
1: I completely agree with that. I completely agree. I think it is a state of mind. Yeah. Like I'm. I think after you've listened in my head, if you've listened to five podcasts, you're OGRT.
0: Yeah, that feels right. Like
1: you're invested now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got one from yet another nickname. They titled it "Thanks." I've really enjoyed listening to this podcast. It has also helped inspire me to start my own. Mm. Thanks for the inspiration. I've been watching T-Course since Grant was still on, and this podcast is a wonderful addition to the channels. We Uh, love that. Then they dropped a beaker. Nice. We love that. Yet another nickname. Uh, Let us know what your podcast is. That's exciting. That's very exciting. That's so
1: exciting. I would love to listen. Maybe we can do a little, a little crossover promotion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We love
1: that. All right, EJ Cat, and yet another nickname. Uh, thanks for writing in. If you guys want your rating and review read on the podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com.
0: Yes, we appreciate it so much. It really helps out the channel. The ratings and reviews really help out the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the emails we just like hearing from you guys. It's so great to hear from people it's great. listening.
1: without further ado, coding coding and I will tell you about the first computer programming language. Ooh right after this break. It was created in 1883.
0: Oh man.
1: And get this. Yeah, it wasn't a man that oh. created coding. it was a woman oh all i know i'm gonna get up on my feminist step stool right now
0: a step stool okay
1: ada lovelace yeah set the groundwork for what basically every system runs on today wow without ada and there's this other guy named charles whatever yeah like (laughs) 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 sorry Charles Ah, okay (laughs) without Ada and I guess Charles quite literally the phone you are listening to this podcast on the computer you are listening to this podcast on the podcast platform the way it was coded would not be possible without them the way that I'm looking at this camera right now quite literally no technology would be where it is today oh
0: wow (laughs)
1: Coding is the axis, the keystone to which everything stands on currently. So true. Which is why I'm stoked about this podcast because people look at coding and they're like, oh, it's just ones and zeros and it does X, Y, and Z. It's No, it is so much bigger than that. And before we even get into this podcast, I'm almost done with my soapbox, Josh. I'm so sorry. I promise. Okay. Before you even jump into this podcast... You need to learn coding. If you are 10, if you are five, if you are six, if you are 35, if you are 40, you need to learn a little bit of something about coding. And if you're a little munchkin listening to this podcast, learn coding because it will literally set you apart. You will be able to change the world. You will be able to go into a top tier position because if you understand coding, you will get ahead in life. And end of story. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh amen <Ana. laughs> that's all I got to say there I mean that was just we could probably end the podcast there but I think we should keep going
1: I, I'm just like yeah we probably should keep going but I am a huge <laughs> proponent of coding it is its own yeah. language it is a language in itself it is like you learning Spanish French Dutch whatever you want to call it like and it,
0: you're you're so totally right about like you know, I feel like even me, when I saw, like, we were doing one well on coding, my immediate thought, you know, I go to, like, the stereotypical lines yeah. of code, people, you know, writing it on it, but it's, like, it is in everything now. Like, it is so everything crucial to, like, everything in the modern day, mm-hmm. the, you know, it's it's not just the person coding you know like a web page or the person coding a video game or something like no it is everything it is like
1: all ai is coding
0: well yeah absolutely we did that whole podcast on ai listen to that ai
1: is a code like at the end of the day it's a it's a code
0: absolutely wild and shout out to ada
1: Go Ada. Shout out to Ada. Uh, I hope you guys are as stoked and fired up about this podcast as I am now um, because I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah. Okay. well, let's get into it then.
1: Ada Lovelace worked with Charles Babbage on his very early mechanical computer, the Analytical Engine. While Babbage was concerned with simple computing numbers, Lovelace saw that the numbers the computer worked with could represent something other than just amounts of things. Mm. just saw the big picture here. Yeah. She wrote an algorithm for the analytical engine that was the first of its kind. Wow. And because of her contributions, Lovelace is credited with creating the first computer programming Language, and as different needs have arisen and new devices have been created, more and more languages have been evolved and created.
0: The fact that that happened in
1: eighteen eighty three yeah that's, right
0: that's wild.
1: it's crazy to think about, yeah, so computer programming languages developed through a series of numerical or alphabetic codes and instruct machines to complete specific actions. A computer code functions much like a manual in a way for whatever you're using. And a programmer or developer writes instructions describing the information and tasks needed to create a visual or to perform a task. Computers scan extensive code manuals incredibly quickly, like faster than you and I can even process. And then they execute the task that create and run a successful website or application displaying an image or section of text changing font styles and opening emails all require instructions included in a coded manual inside your computer amazing it is amazing like you think about like just checking your email or opening your email or opening your computer and you just take it for granted but took a code to get there i mean that's
0: like if you look at anything like when When all everyone out there is following Grace's uh, soapbox advice from the beginning to (laughs) learn coding, like you're going to get into it and you're going to learn how to make something say hello world and that is going to take like 10 lines of code just for it to say hello world and it's it's insane. Yeah,
1: I took coding in college and I loved it. Yeah. It's really annoying to learn at first, but once you get it, it's very, very understandable and you can use it quite easily. Yeah. Uh, but what does coding mean and what does coding do? So let's mm-hmm. start with the definition of coding in simple terms. So coding in computers is the process of writing instructions for computers that we call code. And through coding, humans can create instructions that computers can understand and execute. Okay. So let's go back to 1883.
0: I'm back. I'm back. I'm in the time machine. I'm rolling back.
1: So... Imagine we're with Ada and Charles. So we're on first name basis with these people. We sure. don't need the last well,
0: name. Obviously, yeah. I mean
1: they were using an analytical engine to compute Bernoulli yeah. numbers. Yeah. It's considered to be the first computer programming language. And the Bernoulli numbers are a sequence of signed rational numbers that can be defined by the exponential generation function. So this is like saying N one, N two, N three, N four, N five.
0: Yeah. Those.
1: <laughs> and these numbers arise in the series expansions of trigonometric functions. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That feels that are right. extremely important in number theory and analysis. Basically, this was just like assigning a number to a letter and then like using it, essentially.
0: The fact, okay, it blows my mind because like <laughs> I am not, you know, we say this all the time, like we're not geniuses here at all Yeah. or, or no. even close to it. And I especially like any sort of math and stuff. I I am just not good. And <laughs> the f- the fact that again, like it just blows my mind. Like eighteen eighty three, right? They were doing these kind of. I don't. I guess I'm like. I well, have they didn't this...
1: have Netflix or anything. They had to do something to entertain themselves. Oh,
0: that's so true. They weren't just like melting their brain watching four hundred episodes of Love the Is Office. Blind. Love is blind. <laughs> 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 Wow, burn on love is blood.
1: Now we're, we're jumping forward in time to 1952, which is autocode. And oh. autocode was a generic term for a family of early computer programming languages. And the first was developed by Alec Glini Oh, for the Mark I computer at the University of Manchester in the UK. And some consider AutoCode to be the first compiled computer programming language, meaning that can be translated directly into machine code using a program called a compiler.
0: Okay, that's a big step.
1: And then Fortran came onto the scene. And this was in 1957. So I had to learn Fortran. And let me tell you, it sucks. Okay. Okay. Fortran sucks it is so hard to learn it is hard to understand it is yucky so if you can avoid using fortran avoid it but it's important to know because it's quite literally the oldest computer programming language that's still used today
0: okay wow i've never even heard of fortran
1: we use Fortran in meteorology with old data, with data, because it just does a such a good job. Because um, yeah. Fortran quite literally stands for formula translation. Okay. So it's really good with formulas.
0: Formulas? formulas? Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah.
1: It was created by John Backus for complicated scientific, mathematical, and statistical work.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: It's very nice once you learn it, but it is a pain in the bootie. To learn how to use.
0: It sounds like one of those things where um, I was just watching an MQBHD video. They were talking about when like an office, specifically like government jobs and stuff, but, but it sounds like maybe meteorology, where they have like super old technology that it's yes. just too much of a hassle to change. So they just keep going with it. Like,
1: it's quite literally why Fortran is still used. I'm yeah, sure.
0: yeah, it's like it would be too much work and just cause too many problems to change to a different thing. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna keep using this super old programming yeah. language.
1: It's crazy. So everything that we're talking about right now are different coding languages. So then right. in 1964, Basic came onto this to the scene, and it was developed by John G. Kemeny and Thomas E. Kurtz. And it was so that students who did not have a strong technical or mathematical understanding could still use computers. And BASIC stands for Beginner's All-Purpose Symbolic Instruction Code.
0: Okay, BASIC.
1: And this is important because a modified version of BASIC was written by Bill Gates and Paul Allen. And this was to become the first Microsoft product
0: oh wow so Microsoft was built on basic
1: it was I'm sorry if y'all can hear the sirens they are ripping today in the city all right 1972 (laughs) okay C was developed okay yeah by Dennis Ritchie everyone knows C or C++ sure Um, I've heard of that Yeah, Dennis Ritchie in Bell Labs. C is considered by many to be the first high-level language. And a high-level computer programming language is closer to human language and more removed from the machine code. And so C was created so that an operating system called Unix could be used on many different types of computers. And it's influenced many other languages, including Ruby, C, c-sharp yeah. <laughs> yeah go java javascript Perl, php and python which python is another one that is just like <laughs> pain in the booty yeah
0: use. yeah i feel like those in there are where i've like had a tiny bit of yeah uh, interest or uh, like experience but still not much not
1: much Just enough to be dangerous.
0: Just enough to uh, say hello, world, and that's about it. So in
1: 1978, MATLAB came onto the scene, and this was developed by Cleve Muller. Okay. Uh, And MATLAB stands for Matrix Laboratory, and this is what I used all throughout college.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yes. It is what I used all throughout college. I was very proficient in MATLAB. I love MATLAB. And it is one of the best computer programming languages for writing mathematical programs and is mainly used in mathematics, research and education. It can also be used to create two and three dimensional graphics, which is so cool because you can literally take the data and make two or three dimensional graphics out of it. Like I had to do it in my labs for meteorology and it is so cool.
0: Yeah, that's wild. I've never even heard of MATLAB, but I guess I'm not. I'm not spending a lot of time in those circles.
1: Yeah, you know, mathematics, you know. research, and education. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> not where I usually hang. So, you know.
1: And and then we're going to round this out with 1983, C++. Okay. It's basically one of the most widely used languages in the whole entire world. C++ is used in game engineering and high-performance softwares like Adobe and Photoshop. Uh, and most packaged software is still written in C++.
0: Interesting.
1: Now, you will often hear the terms coding and programming being used interchangeably, but it is important to note that they are not the same
0: thing. Oh, shoot.
1: Coding and programming are not the same thing. So coding is the exercise of writing the code, and it requires a proper understanding of the syntax of the coding language, and you can then use that to understand and compose the code that forms your program. Hmm. This feels like the difference between like baking and a baker. Oh. So, on the other hand, I'll clarify that in a second. So, on the other hand, programming refers to all the processes involved in creating programs or software. This includes clearly defining the problem to be solved, identifying solutions, determining trade-offs, selecting an efficient solution, coding, testing, and debugging.
0: Okay, that okay, that makes more sense.
1: The baker would be the programming. The baking would be the person doing the coding.
0: The co- the actual coding. Yeah. Yeah. So like coding is just a specific process within programming.
1: Yes. So programming would be the baker telling you exactly what you're going to do, how long you're going to bake something because of X, Y, and Z.
0: Yeah. And baking would be actually coding something. Yes. Yeah.
1: So another analogy is like writing a novel. Ah. Coding is like the writing process as it involves choosing the words and following grammar rules. And then programming is an analogy for the entire process, including defining the plot, character development, and all that good stuff. So programming is like the higher level.
0: Right. It's like the step up. If you're in like a a hierarchy tree, programming Mm -hmm. encompasses coding. I absolutely use those interchangeably. So,
1: so let's let's talk about the importance of coding and why okay. we need it. Computers have the ability to process large amounts of data quickly and correctly, and they can also perform repetitive tasks consistently without getting bored or tired like humans can.
0: Dude, could you imagine if <laughs> if my computer like started giving me an attitude after I don't know, like typing something for a while? That would be. Uh, Could you imagine just, like, I don't know. it just
1: being like, I'm done. It's five o'clock.
0: Be like, hey, man, you've been writing the same thing for like two hours. Let's take a break. Chill out. Come on. <laughs> just give me a break. Please
1: stop pushing the E key. I'm tired <laughs> of that. <laughs> i never thought about that. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I
0: feel like, yeah, it would be hilarious for a moment and then just ruin everything.
1: With all of that, these attributes make them ideal for handling automation and solving complex problems. Mm -hmm. Coding has been used to power many of the technologies that make our lives convenient from communication, transportation, entertainment, healthcare, agriculture, finance, and more than you can probably even like fathom.
0: Agriculture is the interesting one there in that list.
1: It makes sense, though, because like a lot of agriculture is changing over and like yeah. it's not so much like Farmer Joe on the farm. Like these tractors <laughs> are smart now. Like it's they true. have all the data and information on how many rows they can put in a field and what needs yeah. to be pulled and what needs to do X, Y and Z and yeah. the exact specification of how big the field is.
0: It's yeah. really
1: crazy. Like these tractors drive themselves now,
0: which is wild. That's really Crazy. Wild.
1: So what are some examples of what coding is good for? I'm just going to like run down a list. Okay. Um, Obviously software development, obviously web development, database management, automation, kind of like we talked about before, data analysis. So analyzing large sets of data um, using like the language Python or R. Obviously artificial intelligence and machine learning. You're developing algorithms and models that allow computers to learn from data. Uh, and make predictions and automate decision making yeah cybersecurity that's huge sure writing code to protect computer systems and networks uh robotics obviously and then scientific research
0: yeah um oh robotics i told i didn't even think about that i also have mm-hmm. a little experience there as well because i was big into that when i was a little kid
1: i love that robotics is so much fun
0: yeah it was i had that like the lego set the that- yeah. that uh, had little motors and you could program it. I loved that thing, man. That was It was, was awesome. so fun. Yeah.
1: It's called like Lego First or something like that?
0: Um, Well, no. I think it might be now. Um, Okay. Back in my day, I think it was called <laughs> uh, Lego Mindstorm, I want to say was oh, the name it. Oh, yeah. Of I
1: know what you're talking about. Yeah. The
0: set? Yeah. Um, But you could like, you know, it had like little motors. You build stuff and then you could mm-hmm. plug in the brain essentially to (laughs) you to your computer and you know program it I I don't know what it was some proprietary like software that they used but sure sure it was built off one of these languages
1: so my my big question is should you learn to code
0: right is that
1: something that you should do and if I haven't sold you on it yet Uh. (laughs)
0: I'm
1: gonna sell it I'm gonna sell you on it again Coding is one of the most popular skills for various careers. You can go into any field with coding.
0: Yeah, I mean, based off of the, that list you read, I mean, literally, even if you're a farmer, you're going to encounter some yep. coding, it sounds like. so,
1: And the trend is only going to continue to rise. So if you are still unsure, let me convince you by listing some re- reasons on why you should take the leap. Because my children are going to learn coding language. Yeah. it's It's not a question. It's not up for debate. Like they will learn coding languages because yes, you need to be able to talk to people in other languages, but quite literally coding is going to take over our whole world. Like you will be setting yourself up for success now if you start learning coding at a young age. Yeah. That's all there is to it yeah and you can do it for free online that's the crazy part it's true quite literally you can just go online and be like free coding or whatever there's like there's games on your ipad that you can download that are coding games yeah they might be in the kids section but like who cares Does it matter? No. Download it. It's better than you watching Netflix or playing a stupid game on your phone like I have. (laughs) Download a coding game. End of story. Okay. (laughs) Improve your problem-solving skills. Coding increases a great deal of critical thinking. Oh, my gosh. There were so many times I sat at my computer and I was just like, I don't understand why it's not working. But you have to get creative when you code. You will learn how to properly define problems, identify possible solutions, consider the trade-offs of each and select the most effective. Okay. What more could you want?
0: Which that? Okay, it's for me, like that is huge. Like obviously you're going to talk about a couple um other benefits which are very important but like especially in this day and age of you know, the TikTok oh TikTokification of everything where everything is like this constant little hit of dopamine and mm. so momentary that people don't even really think. Like you don't even, you know, you don't think about things. You don't have to. You don't have to, it's just given to you and so.
1: Computers do the thinking for you now. Uh, right.
0: <laughs> and so developing problem solving and critical thinking skills, like that is. Huge. It, it, for me, this is my soapbox. I'm get, It's a soapbox within a soapbox here. Uh, <laughs>
1: I love it. Go. <laughs>
0: that is that is it. Like critical thinking is so important and I I do feel like it is a skill that is getting pushed aside um mm-hmm. because stuff is just given to us constantly. We don't really have to think about it and and that is so detrimental to a person. Like It is. You you know, you have to be able to think critically and work through problems because that is life. Like life is Full of problems and stuff is not going to be given to you, fed to you like TikTok. Um, Facts. And so, yeah, being able to identify s- solutions, trade-offs, all the stuff you said, mm-hmm. not only will help you encode and get a job, but I think it will also massively affect your life and, and be, oh, yeah. you'll be better for it.
1: There's also nothing quite like the dopamine hit of your code working.
0: Oh, true! Like I have
1: been driven to tears for my code working. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, no, I I fully agree. That's so true. But um, yes, that's my that's my soapbox on critical thinking. I'm I'm popping off.
1: I'm here for it. Um, You'll have access to a wide range of career opportunities. It's no secret that coding is a skill that can open doors to numerous career opportunities. But coding is an in-demand skill amongst many industries, including technology, finance, healthcare, agriculture, like we talked about before. It's literally everywhere. And by learning to code, you can explore careers like game development, web development, machine learning, engineering, data analysis, and so many others. Yeah. Yeah amazing
0: yeah absolutely
1: you can automate repetitive tasks so computers are unlike humans since they don't get tired or bored like we talked about before Mm. Uh, as long as you have sufficient power they will continue working and this makes them ideal for performing tasks like data analysis web scraping transferring huge files etc but learning to code you can write scripts to automate performing these tasks for you
0: i've seen stuff like that you know people talking about things on reddit and stuff Mm -hmm. where people will be like oh yeah i just wrote a script to do this thing for me
1: michael was able to do that with his previous job really like it was so repetitive that he like in like his sheets like excel sheets he was able to like code repetitive tasks yeah where he could just drop in a file and did all the work for him
0: that's wild crazy i you know good for him
1: You also are going to improve your digital literacy. So this refers to the effectively understanding and using digital technology. So when you learn how to code, you'll better appreciate how technology works. And this can help you use technology more efficiently to solve your problems.
0: Okay. I the I got it. The soapbox is coming back out again real quick. Sorry. Do it. Um, just on this because this is something I've seen in my own life. Uh, going along the same lines of the TikTokification of everything, um, this is huge because mm-hmm. you know you could argue like, well, more more and more kids, more and more people are on technology in their day. You know, they have a phone. Everyone's got a phone yeah. now. But I think that the that fact, I think people are becoming more and more digitally illiterate yeah. because you know an iPhone is designed to work in a very specific user friendly way
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so you know you don't have to think about well how does it work it just works um, yeah, right? Um and so and, and the same thing like you know I have a Mac same they do the same thing like it's just supposed to work and you don't really have to <laughs> think about how it works and that's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and I have seen that in my my life, my like social circle of people, you know, if some little thing goes wrong with a computer or a phone, they just crumble and they're like, oh, I don't know. What what do I do? What do I do?
1: Yeah, quite literally.
0: And so, yeah, I mean, that is another huge thing of like just just being able to, you know, we have all these tools that we're constantly using and just having that little upper edge of like knowing how it works is so yeah. beneficial.
1: It is. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Soapbox. Soapbox done.
1: I like it. So if you want to become more digitally literate. Yeah. Here is what you can do to get started in the world of coding. So you can decide what you want to do. So coding is very broad and there is a lot of areas that you can branch into. Like we talked about before, like you can quite literally go and read on the internet all the different things that you want that like coding can do. Yeah. Yeah. Next, you can choose a programming language. And there are a lot of programming languages as well. Here is my advice to you. Learn one language. I learned MATLAB. Learn one language because if you try to learn more than one at one time, you will not be successful. You have to pick one. And once you know one language, every other language begins making sense. Yeah, yeah. They all very much follow the same structure, but you got to learn one first. Everyone, yeah. every single one has their little quirks, but choose one. And the popular opinions for beginning beginners are Python, JavaScript, and Ruby. But know this, there's no perfect language out there.
0: Right. Each one's going to have its problems and difficulties and whatever. And its
1: limitations. Yeah. Like you might want to do something, but you can't on that program and software because it's not equipped or made to do that. So know that it is better to choose the best for your interests and your goals.
0: Right. Which that's why the first step was deciding what you want to do. Mm hmm. And then going from there.
1: So next, you need to set up a development environment. So you'll need a computer and a code editor, which is called an IDE to write your code in. Uh, Visual Studio Code or even the Atom Code Editor is a good option for anyone that's a beginner in this world. Yeah, then you're going to start with the basics. Learn the syntaxes and structure of your chosen programming language, uh, as well as basic concepts like variables, data types and control control structures, because some of them are picky, like maybe you need a period on the end or maybe you need a comma or a semicolon to close off. So it knows like, oh, this is all I'm doing for this section. So it, it can be a little finicky at some times and some points. Yeah. Then start working on a simple project. Build your way up to more complex ones, but try to build things that require you to apply what you've learned while requiring you to learn new skills along the way. Yeah, that's great. And then lastly, practice, 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 practice. The best way to improve at coding is to code a little bit daily and you should also challenge yourself with new problems i'm sure there's some kind of software out there that gives you a little coding problem every single day or a software that like helps you code a little bit every single day
0: my one advice on those things because this is what helped me so like i you know if this is not your thing it's not your thing but i decided to stick my toes in the pool of basic game development Mm. and and there's the reason I'm saying this is, you know, as far as like writing something and seeing a result, that was a very like it's a very direct, you know, you write something, you hit run and then, oh, the character yep. moves because you coded it. Like it's just a very, um, you know, you get that hit of dopamine. Yeah. Very like visually and, you know, it's very obvious. And that was that was super helpful, like motivating to me to try and keep going into it.
1: And I think what's cool is like, if you really wanted to, like within a year, you could develop an app. Like if you worked on it for like 20, 30 minutes a day, you could develop your own app if you wanted to. Yeah, 20 to 30 minutes a day of learning to code. 365. What is 365? Listen, all I'm saying, I read, I'm on another soapbox. I read something (laughs) the other day. And if you're still listening to this podcast, thank you. I read something (laughs) the other day and it has stuck with me so much. The hardest thing to do is to start.
0: Well, absolutely.
1: The hardest thing to do is to start anything, to start learning how to play guitar, to start learning how to code, to start learning how to yo-yo. But you just have to start. Start with 10 minutes every single day. And in one week, see how far you've progressed. Yep. If you just worked on something for 10 minutes every single day, 10 minutes. Hold on. I'm doing math real quick. Okay. (laughs) 10 minutes times 365 days, that's 3,650 minutes divided by 24 hours in a day. You spent 152 days working on becoming better at that one thing. And that's already better than 95% of the people that were going to do it and didn't. There it is. Like quite literally 10 minutes a day amounts to 152 days of doing something.
0: And that, yeah, that's the key is like, that's a lot of days in a year yeah but it's really it's really not and also you're only giving up if you think about it that way you're only giving up 10 minutes of your day
1: 10 minutes to learn a new skill to do something yeah. new to try something new to
0: better yourself yeah yeah
1: like oh i'm stoked i'm gonna go do some 10 minute 10 minutes of coding every single day that's yeah. all you gotta do <laughs> that's it that's it yeah. and you could have an app in 152 days if you wanted to
0: yeah oh yeah absolutely and it and again you can have an app and or you know you can just you better yourself. You're developing these skills that could help you in the future. Yeah. Not only career wise, but also just be a, a better person. <laughs> you know?
1: I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that's the podcast for today. <laughs> Write a rating and review. Let us know what you think about coding. If you're here yeah. for it, if you're not. Uh send us an email at random theorypod at gmail.com. Send this to your friend that is gonna try something new, is yeah. looking for a new hobby. This could yeah. be it uh i hope we totally. inspired someone today that's all i can ever ask for is that we inspire one person
0: totally i think i mean with the amount of soapboxing we had going on some somebody <laughs> out there either turned off the podcast or got very inspired so
1: yeah one of yeah. the two either way <laughs> yeah it be how it be
0: it do be that way yeah
1: all right i'm gonna go work on practicing my yo-yoing because i've been practicing okay. for 10 minutes a day
0: Okay, I'm going to go clean my soapbox, and then I'm going to maybe do some coding.
1: All right, we'll see you next week, Science Pals. Try something new, and don't be scared to fail.
0: Bye. Bye.